ቢሆን ኖሮ እናቴ ሴቶች ለታ አላቸው አካልሽን ማዳመጥ ያድንሻል የሚል አምላክ ያለው ሃይማኖትን በተስተምራይ ኖሮ what if my mother taught me a religion whose god says women are competent and listening to my body will save me Welcome to Foreign Feelings. I'm Linnea George, actress and poet. On this podcast, we use the translation process of poems that I have written to discuss gender roles, sexuality, and the experience of feeling foreign. This is not an academic conversation but a personal one. The voices on this podcast are not experts in literature, science or art, but we are fully schooled in the experience of our own story. patriarchy is so steeped in the world conversation that in order to talk about god as a female form it must be a conscious decision mm-hmm. yeah. even even when we're saying it i, I cannot imagine that yeah. it's really ridiculous when i consider myself a feminist right but i, I just i can't but of course it's, it's, <laughs> as, as i said when i and i'm not supposed to think <laughs> of a god in any form but i have this sometimes mm-hmm. this picture of a white man um i don't know being very wise and like knowing everything mm-hmm. and wh- where does it come from yeah. it doesn't and come from that it's a white man yeah <laughs> <laughs> We invite you to bring your experiences and your language to join us in this weird and illuminating translation process. Honestly, our differences make us the same. Today, we are translating a poem I wrote called What If. Mm. Um this this poem is really resonates with me even right now when i read it um i think um i i think of this conversation i had with Jamie Lee Finch so she's someone in the united states who help people have conversations with their body and um I was um talking with her about my belief that um that Jesus would save me. Mm-hmm. Um and I remember her saying um well what if you don't need to be saved? Mm-hmm. And I I I I I don't know. It's like I it's like someone telling you that the sky is actually red. It's something that I was I breathed. It's something that I based my entire life on was that I needed to be saved by a man. Mm-hmm. And I had a really hard time processing that even though it sounds like the most freeing and wonderful thing to hear. I I was devastated. Mm. I didn't know how to wrap my brain around this mm. this thought. Yes. 
I can understand. <laughs> Do you mean when you say by God, because you usually think when you think of it uh, by man, mm. because when usually when you think of a God, you mm. think of a man? Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think one, A, that I need saving, mm-hmm. and B, that Jesus, a male figure, is mm. going to be the one that saves me. Oh my God, true. Yes, Jesus, because I'm sorry. <laughs> Let's talk about Jesus. Oh my God, Jesus. Really? Yeah, true. I, because I was thinking of my God and my religion and my mm-hmm. God. Uh, in my religion, we don't have um, Jesus. We have a God and you are not supposed. It's actually a very big scene. It's one of the biggest to um, to humanize. A, like a God. Wow. God is um, something above everything. It's above mm. um, any creature. It's not a man. It's not a woman. It doesn't have a face. It doesn't have a form. Mm-hmm. And you're not supposed to give it a form in in any um, interpretation. So that's why I was like, oh, true, you have Jesus because <laughs> I... I mean, of course, I know in Christianity, but mm. it was, I think, when you were talking about God, um, in my head, I was thinking of my God, and it was, mm. like, interesting, man, okay. like That is fascinating, yeah. because, I mean, I was taught only to think of God as a pers- personified. Yeah, uh, because Jesus was born from, at, like, and came to this world, well, the the, the Bible goes, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, as a person and died, and you know, yeah. And also, the the father is the father is personified, the father God. <laughs> yeah, I think there, I th- I have the feeling, <laughs> since I am not a religious expert, I have a feeling that th- there it's a bit ambiguous. It does not make a lot of sense. No offense to any religious people, but um, yeah, but Jesus is is a male, and if mm. you also take Islam, mm. Allah is also male, and I don't want to. Uh, I, I think it's it's no because um, of course if you um, I mean if you we talk about. Uh, mm, even like in 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 language, mm-hmm. you have to give it a form because how do they how do you then talk about it? You cannot say it mm-hmm. because then it's weird. So you say mm-hmm. you probably say him he. Mm-hmm. So it is true in that sense. It is a male, but again, it cannot be because it's um, it's a sin. You mm-hmm. it's it's not um, it's not um, a human. Mm-hmm. He's mm-hmm. not, again, I say he because mm-hmm. I think it's very, very also just because of the patriarchal, mm-hmm. what is the the right pronunciation, patriarchal society that someone who has power is always a male. That's mm-hmm. why God has a power. That's why it's him. Mm-hmm. But it's mm-hmm. not because he um, in nature is male because he shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's, this is a tricky part. Mm-hmm. I can, um, I mean, I can confess that when I pray, I have this also sometimes you cannot defy it, right? You cannot just really 
fight it. So you have some kind of mm-hmm. picture mm-hmm. of what the God is for you. Mm-hmm. So in my head, I sometimes have this like very, very typical, but of course it comes from all these cartoons we watched as kids with like a man with beard, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. very like wise man, mm-hmm. like white man, sorry, um, who like sitting on the clouds and just like very like, Looking down on you, <laughs> but this is this has more to do with um, with the media. So I think it's and because brain has to paint this picture to like connect things. Mm-hmm. But um, in religion itself, God is not male. In Islam itself, mm-hmm. God is not male. Что если? Моя мама научила бы меня религии, что женщины компетентны и что слушать свое тело меня спасет. Yeah, I'm sorry, but I, by the way, I hope it wasn't that I, because I say like, no, I hope it wasn't. Like, no. no, like I said at the beginning of the podcast, we're not experts on no. religion no. here, so I know we're all treading on waters that we feel a bit uncomfortable with. Just stick true to your story. Mm-hmm. And if your story is saying, I grew up with this God, mm-hmm. and this is the God that I know mm-hmm. that was taught to me, you are right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, we can't, I can't argue with that. Yeah. Coming back to the poem. <laughs> what if <laughs> my mother taught me a religion whose God says, Women are competent. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, I'm really curious. I got so curious now since uh, we started talking about this here mm-hmm. and like in language mm. um, when talking about the God. If there is actually such a language where they use a female form when they mm. talk about God, that would... I don't. <laughs> I would actually that would actually be yeah. Um, Christian should Google this. <laughs> <laughs> like small society. I think, I think in order to, I, I personally would bet that patriarchy is so steeped in the world conversation is such the water that everyone's drinking that. In order to talk about God as a female form, it must be a conscious decision. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even, even when we're saying it, I, c- I cannot imagine that. Yeah. It's really ridiculous. I, mean, I consider myself a feminist, right? But I, I just, I no, can't. But of course, it's, it's, <laughs> as, as, as I said, when I, and I'm not supposed to think <laughs> of a God in any form, but I have this sometimes mm-hmm. this picture of a white man um, I don't know, being very wise and like knowing everything. Mm-hmm. And w- where does it come from? Yeah. It doesn't and come especially from. Especially that it's a white man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, what confuses me, especially in the Orthodox Church, mm-hmm. um, so you're in Africa. Yeah. You're uh, black people. <laughs> and then, and then, and then there are pictures of this, the, the, the God. And he's a white male because he came from, I'm guessing, Israel. Mm. With with you know long 
um, blonde, blonde hair, hair oh, God. and beard, and and really, you you see those hanging. And I mean, we have that at home <laughs> of this image, and also his his mother Maria mm. is also uh, this white woman. I mean, and, and and then there are some and, and there are some pictures where it's a also a black woman sometimes, mm. but that's. Well, unusual, and not not a lot of people relate to that. But then I wonder mm -hmm. why. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. it's also kind of like this power dynamic. Like, so mm -hmm. the black people are also are expecting a white person to save them from, even though you're not supposed to. As mm -hmm. like I, this picture, I also ask myself, like, mm -hmm. you say it's not a human, then how come there is a picture of? Mm -hmm. But you know, people need some sort of visualization to kind of you know maybe connect mm. but i find that to be a very odd thing i've always found that to be very odd sure and now that i'm away from it even mm. odder mm. <laughs> um yeah but i think this is where we can be um not as harsh on ourselves and understand mm. where mm. it's coming from and i know that all these pictures in my head's that sometimes I just cannot control them. Mm -hmm. and, and this is also what society tells you mm. most of the time. Mm. It also has to do with the power and you, I don't know, that's why it's a male form because, mm, mm. yeah, mm -hmm. I don't know. It's just, uh, I don't want to have these pictures in my head and I, it's not that I have them all the time, but sometimes I'm like, oh my God, like where is it coming from? <laughs> yeah. What what if what if what if you were told women were competent? What if your mother taught you or the religion you were taught was that God was a woman? That would never happen. No. But I it would. Know. Let's it imagine that. But, but I just am curious. Yeah. Like I just, I just think that they're okay. Well, I'm just gonna go wild here with my <laughs> <Don't>. imagination. <laughs> if my mother told me that God was a woman, I think that like. I think that, like, this would happen. Oh. Do you see what's happening with my body for my listeners? Like, I'm, like, really straight. I'm just, my, I'm puffing out my chest. Mm -hmm. Like, I'd be like, yeah, I have breasts. And damn, they're powerful. <laughs> you know, I'd be like, brah. <laughs> <laughs> there, there would be this, like, I wouldn't want to hide. I would want mm -hmm. to show. I think I, I might talk louder. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> I talk louder. Mm. Because, well, people say to me that I talk a bit with low voice. If I'm in a, a bit of a an unfamiliar situation, I immediately go into this, you know, yeah, need to need to be in my... And so I really talk with very low voice, and people are always saying, like, you, have to, you have to speak louder. Interesting. And um, maybe... <laughs> If you were taught that God was a woman, perhaps you know, mm -hmm. it also has to do with with confidence and go, going into a room and thinking like I belong here. It's not like someone is allowing you to be there. Preach. Yeah. <laughs> so, which is sometimes the case, although it makes no sense. Even in a work setting, um, you work, you are. Um, doing the same amount of work, the same kind of thing. Mm. And, of course, you have the right to be in the meetings. And, of course, you have the right to 
you know, say your opinion. But, you know, it's, yeah, it's uh, the, the men oh, usually also talk a bit louder and they're more heard. And mm. when my, in, in some of our online meetings, I also feel like, oh, I, I want to say that, but, you know, you just mm -hmm. don't get. So this, 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 this feeling of just like being in this in the background, um, I think that would probably would have been different because then you would have the confidence and say like, okay, you have, you're competent and so your opinion is a valid opinion um, and people will not think you're dumb. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I may, pro probably that. And the talking louder. <laughs> I love that. That's such an interesting observation. What if the woman, what if you saw a woman in your head? A wise woman in the clouds. And my life would have been different. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, of course. Because it's so, um, I cannot make, I cannot even, within this podcast, I will never be able to tell the story of how much um, men influenced my life and the way I speak, the way I am, the way I um, yeah, talk to others. And so I think if uh, it happened that I was raised, let's say, in another country by another family and the mother would tell me like, oh my God, God is a woman and I would have another pictures because I watched another cartoons and films and stuff. Um, I would be a different person totally and I would be, I think I would be more confident because I um, learned very, very early that in order to, you have to be a certain way mm -hmm. because there are men watching you, um, uh, evaluating you, mm. uh, so you're not supposed to be, I don't know, taking up too much space, but also be seen at the same time so it's like always this work on myself that mm. I sometimes don't even realize what's going on mm. uh, but it's of course very energy consuming but I know that it's so much uh, it's such a big part of me um, so yeah I know that my life would have been different then in the darkness with no bible who with you it's even a little bit almost un uncomfortable for me to talk about this because of I don't know like for me religion is also a lot about um, like a lot about like 
Mm-hmm. What is the word? What you're not allowed to do? Yeah, mm-hmm. like an English word. Um, Are you talking about sin? Not sin, I forbid. It's like a so forbidden thing. Oh, forbidden. Like forbidden thing, exactly. Mm. So you're not supposed to. Like, I'm even now having bad conscience, to be honest, mm-hmm. talking about this. I don't know. So it's really difficult. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's a really difficult topic. I mean, it's interesting. Thank you um, for. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thank, Thank you, you for putting me in this dangerous situation. <laughs> yes. Do you want to stop? No, no, okay. it's fine. But I just don't uh, think I'm weird when I don't uh, add too much. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We don't think you're weird. I want you to make sure you're safe. Mm-mm. So um, there's no pressure. Yeah. No, it's just um, I see how passionate you are when you're talking like, yes. And if someone <laughs> told me she she's a woman, it's a beautiful thing. Mm. But I cannot... Um, share with you with this mm. like passion, you know. Mm. I'm like, I'm like, oh my god, like, can we say this? Ah. So this is what I feel now. I mm-hmm. see. Okay. Hmm. Mm. 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 Okay. Mm. But it's interesting to hear you talk about it. Mm. But I, I'm not sure I can do that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm. I have a lot of opinions about religion, but <laughs> but that's. I mean, you're. This would be the place to say. No, it. I'm good. <laughs> really? Yeah. No. Why you stop yourself? Is it for Diana or is it for? Um, because this is actually the place to say it. If you have some <laughs> opinions about religion. Nah, I'm. I'm good. <laughs> I think you're just not because you say that you used to be a Christian. Now you're not anymore. So maybe it's something. Like what you learned about it that you... Yeah, it's just... Mm. Um, I, I, uh, how do I say this? I, I don't mind people who are religious. Mm. I actually think sometimes it's good mm. um, because some aspects of religion are actually good, mm-hmm. but people tend to abuse it a lot. Mm-hmm. Because in the name of religion, a lot of shit happens. Right. And that is where I see a problem. Is the benefit of it really that high to, like, all the suffering that also is caused by it? Because people say, like, you have to be this way. And this is what I believe in. You have to believe it, too. Um, So I I have my conflicting issues and I also don't really like, at least in the Orthodox religion, what mm-hmm. people tell you is that just believe. Yeah. Don't ask questions. Mm-hmm. And that's really literally what the priests just the priests tell you because they they say like God's ways are mm-hmm. a lot more complicated than you can imagine because it's a higher being and it's not it doesn't think like humans and you have like this small brain and mm-hmm. you cannot grasp. Like the wiseness and the the thinking that goes into, you know, mm. and but I do have a lot of questions. I just mm. I cannot just like switch off and say I'm just gonna follow this blindly. Mm. And that was like that was my biggest issue. And it's at some point where I said like if you cannot answer my questions, then I cannot be part of this because of yeah. why. So yeah. I do have my opinions. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's important to have those opinions. Yeah. 
I'd like to take God out of the poem then. I'd like to take God out of the conversation Mm -hmm. and then focus on the first sentence in the poem that says, my mother taught me, you know? What if my mother taught me a religion whose God says, women are competent and listening to my body will save me. My mother taught me how to ignore my feelings. My mother taught me how to ignore my body. My mother taught me how to ignore the safety of my body. Um, And how she taught me that was by acting that out. Mm. My mom did not listen to her own opinions or listen to her own instinct or listen to her own physical safety. Mm-hmm. And my mother was a very, very, very religious mm-hmm. person. So I think I I mix the two a lot. I mix what my mother mm-hmm. taught me and I mixed the religion of my mother. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. That's where this poem comes from. I don't, I don't. I don't actually, so my mother did not explicitly tell me that I am competent, but she did not tell me that I am not either. Mm-hmm. I don't think she did that with any of us, like also the boys. Mm. It's not like she said, okay, you are and you are not. It just never came up. Mm-hmm. But um, for her, it was very important, at least, that, that we were independent Mm. Um, as women and um, she didn't want us to get tied up and have like a start a family very quickly she wanted us to have a financial safety of our own because she got married very very young Mm. so she got her first kid at 18 Mm -hmm. Um, and she has six children and Mm. she's a very smart woman but she didn't she didn't get the chance to 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 go like higher up in her school level i mean she 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 did go to university but she could have done so much more mm. and um i know that she did not want that for us so it was like okay no you have to you know go out there and like um fight <laughs> mm-hmm. so I, I, I wouldn't, I don't remember her explicitly saying that, but um, what I do did know and did notice and she did say to us was that we need to be independent of a man. Wow. That was very important to her. Well, even that is you're getting the message that you can do it. Mm-hmm. You're getting a message of possibility. Yeah. And she would always say like, no, you should have your own thing and... If anything happens, you should be able to get out and say, like, okay, no, I can do this by myself. In a way, I think she's saying women mm-hmm. are competent mm-hmm. with that. Yeah, yeah. perhaps. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, I mean, exactly, I think the same. I mm. think it's um, feminism is not always about saying I am a feminist. Mm-hmm. It's sometimes about just, like, what you do. Mm-hmm. And some lot of them would never say they are feminists. Because mm-hmm. for them, it's what is this? It's something like a trendy word. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it means, <laughs> but they like so powerful. 
like your mom, like my mom. And uh, yeah, so they, I also learned, I think for me, my mom is the greatest woman because of what she has done and of how mm. much she has um, uh, achieved in her life. And uh, for me, it was always like she was with her example telling me women are comp- uh, competent without explicitly telling me like, hey, you know what, like women. <laughs> so she would never, I think, say something like that. But um, yes, I, I was really lucky to have her as an example of very powerful and yet very feminine woman who always wears these high heels mm-hmm. and just like, I mean, it's just like really woman who um, knows what she's doing and um, I really love it about her. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's beautiful. Yeah. Okay, and um, any thoughts on um, the translation of the poem? I think I think we also um, like this listening to your body mm-hmm. thing. That was a tough one to translate because you'd never say that. That is not a saying. Like listen to uh, your. You would say listen to your feeling, maybe. Oh. Kind of. Uh-huh. But like listen to your body. Can you say it in Amharic right now? Can I hear the, it? The body? Yeah, can you say that line? Um, um, so listening to your body will save you. But if I said that to anyone, they would think I'm bonkers because no one would understand what that means. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> so that was a, a tough one. It would not make sense. It would not make sense. nonsensical. Yeah. So that that I had a tough time because I was, I I was going between should I rephrase it in a way which says like your, like your feeling like your, what is it intuition will save you, mm-hmm. but that is not doing the poem, also that's not that's not what it means. So I said okay, then I will do the literal <laughs> thing. But I would not like if I would read it to a person who speaks of Hark, they would they would not understand what I mean with that. Yeah, they oh fascinating. <laughs> yeah, so I had a, I had a difficult time. I had to really right. pause and think about that. But yeah. interesting. Mm. But actually that is also a question I have. Okay. What did you mean? Like what does that mean to uh, you listening to your body? Because I also cannot picture it because I yeah. also as you as you can see, I didn't learn what what mm. that means. Yeah. Okay. Um, Listening to my body will save me. I think the first thing I think of is my migraines. Mm -hmm. And I think also the headaches that my daughter is having right now. That at first the mind and the will goes to what's wrong with me? what's wrong? Why am I getting these migraines? What's going on? Is it hormonal? Is it something I'm eating? And and instead of saying like, oh, my body's talking to me, mm-hmm. like really literally talking to me, my body is a perfectly functioning mechanism. And if I stop and say, yeah, that was a really stressful conversation yeah, I didn't sleep very well. Yeah, I need a break. Mm -hmm. That is going to be what will save me. 
Um, I also think about um, I struggled with an eating disorder for a good 20 years. And the times when I would have the most difficult time with this was when I was tired. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't, I felt, I didn't know how to handle feeling tired. I didn't allow myself to feel tired. And so instead of being so uncomfortable with it that I would have to binge and purge just because I felt tired. If someone said, hey, listening to your body will save you right now. Just take a break. Just go lay down. <laughs> have a nap. So I think that's what I mean when I say your body will save you, that we, I have been conditioned. I won't speak for anyone else at the table, but I have been conditioned that when my body hurts, there's something wrong with me. And now I'm finding out that when my body hurts, listening to that will save me. This is really great because I think this is uh, this really makes sense. <laughs> no, and in the end, if you get sick, really, what does it, I mean, it doesn't bring anyone anything no even like your boss especially like your work your relatives your i don't know i just in that sense i think when i learn something about life then this that really nothing matters when i'm sick or when i'm mm -hmm. sleepy even Because when I'm asleep, I hate everything. I want to break up with everyone. And I feel I'm like, why am I on this earth? I don't understand. And then I just, um, it's enough to really just to have like my eight hours of sleep. And then life is amazing again. And then I realized that, okay, it's really not about... Um, It's not about the world, it's how it's about how I see it and mm. it depends on like what uh... This episode is mixed by Christian Brachka. The podcast is produced, directed, and edited by myself, Linnea George. I wrote the poems discussed on the podcast, and I wrote the music. The theme song is arranged for piano and improvised beautifully by Ellen Atwood of Ellen Atwood Music. This podcast is supported in part by the Bremen Center for Kultur here in Bremen, Germany. Foreign feelings. Honestly, our differences make us the same. Linnea here. I have an idea that will benefit us both. Text this podcast to a friend. Your friend will see the text and think, oh, you're thinking of me and your relationship will benefit. I will think, oh, the podcast is growing and our relationship will benefit. So really, it's a win-win situation. Follow the podcast on medium.com forward swat. <laughs> Fuck it. I've tried to say this five fucking times. Medium.com forward slash foreign feelings. I'm publishing the show notes on medium.com because once I hit 100 followers, I do have the potential for making a little bit of money for every poem and story that I write. And anytime an artist is paid for their work, a baby sings or some, or just like I. 
ideas fall from the sky and um, people can usually use the bathroom without pain. So help people urinate better and follow foreign feelings. Oh, I don't think that was it.